Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today... We are taking it back to 1951 and watching The African Queen. Yeah, this is going to be like the first of Emily's schooling me about uh, old classic films because she loves them. Do not think of it as me schooling her. Like, I have not seen nearly nearly the amount of, of 1940s and 50s and, and 30s movies that I've wanted to see. So this is just going to be an enjoyment for me. Mm-hmm. Not really schooling, just because, you know, whatever, but... We did choose this one specifically because it was on Netflix. Um, but why, why did True. you choose one? Did you just choose this one because it was on Netflix? Uh, yeah, pretty much, because that list I put together, I couldn't find any of them on Netflix, and then I found... I was drawn to this one because I was looking at, let's say, I was looking up articles of the best like older classic movies on Netflix and the African Queen came up and it was the one Oscar that Humphrey Bogart won. Yeah. And I thought, right. I thought that was extremely interesting uh-huh. and I was actually excited to watch it. Um so no yeah, this was not I have a list of of old movies that I would like to see, but we'll just gonna have to figure out how to watch them. But until then, you know, if Netflix has good ones, mm-hmm. we'll watch them. Mm-hmm. Netflix, Hulu, uh Amazon, what whatever. We'll stream them. Um, so I guess we could just get started. Do we want to talk about director at all? Yeah. Actually, John Huston. John Huston. John Huston. We Let's watched... talk about the director, Soups, quick. Yeah, really quick. Famous director. His daughter is Angelica Houston. Um, I guess his most famous film that we love, which is Chinatown. Yes, I saw that. I was like, what? Yeah, we should see. maybe Ooh, watch some more of his other films. Like the treasure of Sierra Madre. Yes, I would definitely want to watch more. Um, oh, he was an actor. Okay, he was so in Chinatown. Wow. He played the dad in Chinatown. Oh, I yeah, I'm not gonna remember small small roles like that because mm-hmm. uh, because we only saw it once and that was during study of film. Uh, well, um, apparently he won a best Oscar. Uh, best Writing and Best Director winner for 1949 at the Treasure of Sierra Madre, which is really cool. So he won Ooh, two Oscars should, in the same year. Then we should definitely watch that one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And like I said, he's awesome. Angelica Houston's dad. And he was the director of The Maltese Falcon, which we watched in Study of Film, oh. and I fell asleep. <laughs> Dude, so we yeah. might have to give that one a second try. He We're gonna, seems we to have, have to. loved Humphrey Bogart because he used him in. We, Humphrey Bogart's also in in that, right? Uh, in the, I don't think so. No, in the Maltese Falcon. Who was in the Maltese Falcon? 
some some weird-headed guy. What was his name? Uh, Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart. Who was the... Oh. Who was the girl was the guy that? with... Was the guy with the interesting face in... What else did we watch? Like like Public Enemy or something? What was that? What was that one we watched? That was from nineteen twenty something. But yeah, that was a really good one. James Cagney, yeah. I think his name was. Maybe yeah, I think yeah. Okay, well so. he seemed to really like Humphrey Bogart, and with good reason. Um, do you have anything else to say about the director or? Uh no, I think that's it. Cool. Well, um, since we've moved on from him. I guess we could talk about what your initial reactions were after watching the film. Let's see. My initial reactions after watching? Yeah, okay. what did you think generally? I, did you like it? Um, I didn't think I would like it as much as I did, just because the only movie that I know of, of Humphrey Bogart being in was Casablanca, and I wasn't too fond of that movie. Um, but we will be giving that one a second chance. Mm-hmm. So just wait for that one. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed Humphrey Bogart's character. Uh, Catherine Hepburn was... She was all right. Um, I, think, I think this is the first movie I've seen with Catherine Hepburn in it. I think so, too. She was 44 um, when she did this movie. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. She's quite old yeah. to be uh, a maid, which she is in the movie. Yeah. And, and she looked it, too. Like, they, mm-hmm. they did some really good stuff with, like, making her face look almost, like, sun-damaged and, like, very, very, like, she looked, she, she probably didn't look as old as she did in real life as she did in the movie. So I think there was some great makeup in this movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, it was fair, fairly simple story-wise, which, which is totally yeah. um, expected of these kinds of, of movies from this time, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just feel like stories weren't very... I, I guess it depends. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they how they go over time. But I don't know. I just feel like movies during this time, the stories were fairly simple. There wasn't a whole bunch of expanding on topics and characters and things. Like, you kind of were given a time period. You were given a general storyline. Yeah. And you kind of just went with it. Uh, that's basically what this is. It is based off a book, but I feel like the book probably had a little bit more politics in it. But this was pretty yeah, straightforward. Yeah, definitely think so. Yeah, maybe even a bit more war in it, yeah. possibly, because this, because this was a war-centered film, which I think this takes place like right literally at the, time the that we same are exact in time. Indy, I know, right? I know. With Indiana Jones, the same time, and we literally just watched that episode of Indiana Jones where he's walking through the jungle, like. And actually, like, in wartime, during this exact same time. Like, I can't even believe it that we just watched that episode and you choose to watch this movie and it's the same time, which is in World War I. Like, when the Germans were in Africa. Unaware. This was crazy. The second it said, yeah, East German Africa, I was like, what? Like, Indy. Like, that was, like, one of my first notes. We are getting, like, I previously had no little to no knowledge about the Germans being in Africa at all, and now I know so much more. Yeah. Yeah. It's really awesome. Like, this just, and just crazy coincidence. (laughs) I'm super glad that we chose to watch this movie next. Um, I'm just reading on uh, Catherine Hepburn's IMDb that she won four Oscars in her time. 
Yeah, I was looking at that. I kind of want to watch some more movies of hers also. And she lived to be um, 96 years old. Damn, Catherine. I know, what a full, vibrant life she had. Yeah, I want to watch, like, on Golden Pond mm-hmm. and The Lion in Winter. Yeah, we, we got to... We gotta watch these. Oh. We definitely gotta make this like so exciting. An every other week thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. This is like exactly what I wanted to do with this podcast. It's just all old movies. I'm glad yes. it took us like two years to get there. <laughs> Super excited. Um, I mean, we kind of did with uh, with Heather's. That that's still a decade movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, a period. And Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're, we're doing it. We're okay. Doing it. So my initial reactions were I did really like it. Um, I thought that it was like a much more romantic film than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, there, I thought that there wasn't too much adventure, but like enough, I suppose, especially when they're going down the rapids and whatnot. Um, yeah. And I, I think the adventure definitely started once they started going down the river. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, these two characters falling in love what eventually happened because they're struggling together and they're the only two people on this boat for like weeks it seems and yeah for a long time you know you spend that much time with somebody you bond that much with somebody you're gonna fall in love with them i mean that's just that's just what happens yeah i mean this i mean the poor rose she she only lived with her brother mm-hmm. in in africa for all this time and then it was he, just like a minister he, yeah like a pastor or something which <laughs> did you hear how lot that that first scene yeah. where everyone in the church is singing uh-huh. was hilarious <laughs> yeah. i actually didn't think there'd be such funny parts in this like uh-huh. i thought it would be a lot more serious yeah which i really enjoyed because so the the pastor and uh, his sister Rose at the piano were singing like some hymns because it was like a church service and they were bringing like a church to Africa and at this song like the the villagers were not harmonizing at all with the songs they were kind of just they're just kind of like yelling like uh, uh noises yeah yeah just, and it was hilarious like they were not singing, and um, the pastor and Rose were uh, singing like the actual song up at the up at the podium, and it was so funny. And it went on for like f- what five minutes. Yeah, the song it was, was the so whole long. beginning of the of the movie, and you're watching them trying to try to teach these people some kind of Christianity, and they're just not. I mean, they're kind of like open to it, but they're not singing. <laughs> No, I mean, and they just didn't really didn't seem interested because when when Humphrey Bogart shows up, so I guess, I guess, do we want to talk about Humphrey Bogart's character already, Charlie Allnut? Allnut, Mister Allnut. Um, so before he, so he has this boat. I, I, I'm assuming he owns it because he goes up and down the river delivering people's mail. But he's also a miner in the Belgian army. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, he had said that he has to head back. Like he he wouldn't be able to deliver mail for a while because he had to go back to the German army, I mean, to the Belgian army, and go back into the mine or something. That's what he said. Wow. Um, but but he was like an engineer in the mine. He Definitely. wasn't like an actual miner. Uh, so that was interesting. I just I just wish there was a bit more 
character development kind of being fleshed out. But, yeah. I mean, again, with these movies, you're kind of just given what you're given, and you kind of just got to roll with it. Um, but other than that, I thought Charlie was a very great character, mm-hmm. and that that first scene that he has, um, so what, after he drops off the mail, he eats, uh, he has tea with... Yeah, with, with uh, Rose and her, yeah, with her. Rose and her brother, and it's this was a really I love this scene so much. Yeah. But as as they're very like meticulously getting their tea ready, Charlie, who's obviously hungry and probably been hungry for several days, he is just so hungry. <laughs> His stomach is rumbling yeah. at the table, and they they take the time to actually like accentuate this noise, and he. And every time it would happen, the pastor would kind of look at him and just be like, what the hell? And then Rose would kind of just continue to slowly get the tea ready, even though she's hearing his stomach growling. And after after a few rumbles, he goes like, you know, I, I really just can't help it. You know, this, this thing's just, my stomach's just rumbling, man. And it's so funny, like, that <laughs> they would funny. take the time to acknowledge this. Yeah. I got it. It just got such flashbacks to Indy with, like, you know the the German guy who was helping him in their How home. How crazy would have been if if this guy wasn't the pastor, but it was actually that doctor guy? I know. Like that's what I was thinking of this this whole time. Uh, me too. Was, yes. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, god. Oh, is this the doctor? Yeah, I this, thought uh, like maybe they're gonna do it, but no, it, it's just fictional people. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, so crazy, and yeah. So we get introduced to um. Humphrey Bogart's character, Mr. Allnut, um, before, and then he leaves. And then in between that, well, he actually tells them that the war has started and they're very confused. Um, and he's like, who's yeah, it against? No and he's like, I don't know, England and Germany. And they're like, what? <laughs> he doesn't know yeah, anything. And, and, and this span of time seemed very short. Like the second Charlie Allnut left, the the, the Germans came and uh, raided The Germans everything. showed up and raided the village, took all the villagers and burned all the houses down so the, so the villagers would kind of feel like they were, like they could only stay in the army now and not really have a home to go back to, which was devastating. Oh, terrible. And, and they couldn't do anything. I mean, I was surprised that they didn't you know, take take them as prisoners almost because they were, they're British, so why wouldn't they have but, you know, whatever. Um... I guess they just decided to leave them there. Well, maybe because this was before, because remember in the indie episode, they hadn't quite moved out all of the British people out. Or no. No, that was the other way. It was German people out of French territory. Mm-hmm. In the indie episode. This is the other way around. Yeah. Mm. So they Never burnt, all, like, basically their entire entire like area the whole place and within this um, village crop everything yeah and then so rosie's brother is so devastated that he just kind of dies yeah he he starts like hallucinating thinking that he's back in europe and he just i guess gets sick and dies and then so rosie's alone when yeah you know for for just a morning yeah humphrey brogart comes back the afternoon that her husband died. I mean, that her that her brother died. Yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. So this this pacing was very. It was it was hard to grasp kind of where they were, in 
like length of time. But you know, this is like the first twenty minutes of the movie, really, like even less, like fifteen. Like truly, after yeah. this, the whole rest of the movie is the relationship between Rosie and Mister Allnut, and it develops as it goes along. And there was a lot of things that I really liked about it because he is just finding out more and more stuff about her and how smart she is and how like she's really got a really good brain and she's not stupid and she like knows a lot about um ships and she knows a lot about like lots of things that he didn't expect her to know about and she really gets down and dirty um which is my favorite part of the the movie i think oh definitely yeah the way that rose's character kind of uh grows and and even it was it was her idea to kind of turn the African queen into a pretty much a makeshift torpedo to yeah. try and blow up to blow up the Luisa, which was the huge German ship that had like a, a cannon on it or something, you know, like a, a machine, a big gun, gun a, yeah, a, some gun. So she's like, why don't we just why don't we make this ship into a torpedo and blow it up? And for some reason, eventually, Mister Allnut says, okay, we'll do that. We'll go down the river this treacherous river that no one can go down we'll make torpedoes and we'll blow up the main ship because that's what we should do as good soldiers yeah as as good uh british well i I think charlie was canadian he was canadian yeah yeah so just really interesting because i mean i would have definitely been scared and almost reluctant to do this purely because the african queen would have gotten would have gotten destroyed in this plot and it definitely seemed like uh charlie had a lot of love and a lot of like memories with this with this boat and so i'm surprised that he even went through with it i mean you you find out later that he kind of what was what is it he uh he kind of goes along with it for a bit hoping hoping that she'll chicken out after their first whitewater rapid uh, experience, and then she doesn't, and she's and like, she loved yeah, it. Let's, she was let's just totally continue. in for it too. She was like, just so jazzed, and yeah, uh, like adrenaline pumping. She's like, yeah, oh my god, this was so exciting. I've never had anything this exciting happen to me ever. Yeah, like let's continue, and then it just, it just gets worse and worse. It's, it's, gosh, this, this movie was so much like the last indie episode. I that know. I can't. I cannot. But we had so Cannot. many cute romantic moments between them. Like, they just eventually got really close to each other. And, uh, you know, they succeed in going down rapids. Or they succeed in, uh, like, not getting shot by the Germans. And so they're, like, happy. And they kiss. And and they just... She starts calling him, like, darling. And it's it's really cute. They start to have just such a, a good uh, relationship. And... I mean, Humphrey Bogart is great. Like, I learned that he died in 57. So just six years after they made this movie. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that he died young. I mean, he. it says he was 57 when he died. In 57. That's... Oh, my gosh. So he was... So he was... 50 and Catherine was like what 44 you said in yeah, this yeah wow that's that's crazy um and again back to the story i'm actually glad that they kind of took not like a slapstick comedy approach but definitely got some very funny aspects in there like when when Catherine's trying to get back into the boat after they 
both uh, get into the water to bathe. Yeah. They're they're both at opposite sides of the boat and she's trying to get back in and she's just kind of like sticking her like foot and leg like out of the water yeah. trying to She's like naked. Trying to, like Yeah, trying to grab the boat with her foot yeah. and like it's so like, funny. Push, it's it's hilarious. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that they went with like these little almost almost realistic funny parts because you could tell that Catherine had never really I mean she probably been on a boat but you know she hadn't like lived on one and and when her brother dies she kind of has no one else to turn to and Charlie was was already there and ready to help her you know leave and and it's almost it's almost like realistic funny like Mm -hmm. hijinks that would happen on a boat if these two people who barely knew each other had to live on a had to live on a boat for a while. Yeah, like it's so, pouring rain and she won't let him go underneath the tarp with her, you know, because they're not like close yet. So he he has to stay outside in the pouring rain. Yeah, but then she realizes that it's raining and because she doesn't, she's like, I'm dry under here. So what, what the hell are you coming in here for? And then she finally realizes that it's raining and she's like, well, I shouldn't leave him out there like this. And, and yeah, just a lot of really funny stuff. And then, and then I think shortly after that, like you kind of have the first couple interactions where things are just kind of quirky and kind of awkward. But then you kind of get to the serious stuff where, so Humphrey was, I think when he first talked about the African queen with Rosa, he was saying that the Germans would like to get a, their hands on the African queen because it has mm, yeah. like what weapons blast, and stuff that they could use, blast gel, mm-hmm. yeah. And just tons of supplies on it, and so it, it, it's kind of a target for the Germans, even though it didn't really seem like it was. But whatever, you know, supplies are supplies in in the wartime, so they probably would have looted it if they ever got their hands so on it. So they have a lot of supplies on this ship, you know, like gas canisters, lots of gin, lots of like uh, explosive material, food, food yeah. and uh, tea, apparently. Yeah, tea. There's the, there's even a few scenes where they get really like. Uh, mad at each other like he uh, snaps at her at one point and calls her like an old maid and then at one point he gets really drunk and she does not have that so while he's sleeping he she pours out all of the gin into the river yeah all of it just bottle and all she's just littering this river which is just a no no but you know it's a movie so yeah, and you could definitely tell that Charlie would kind of start drinking when it would, you know, when when things were getting kind of tough, like when the boat wasn't like acting right or when it was like really hot and things were just kind of unbearable, he would kind of turn to drinking. Mhm. And you know, Catherine being of the faith, you know, she probably didn't even think about that stuff. And so I guess, I mean, she, she definitely helped him in a way. I mean, it was probably, but, oh my God, did you, he would take, he would take his cup and he would like get the, the lake, lake, the wa- river yeah. water. That was all like and colored. Put, and then put gin in it. And I'm like, oh my God. I know. I, I thought that he was going to no. just get sick and die. Cause that's just not sanitary at all. Yeah. I just don't, don't drink it. I mean, oh, God. 
I loved the colors <sighs> in this movie. I loved how realistic it seemed and, like, for the time. And even though they had, like, we're going to talk about all of the, like, green screens when they were going down the rapids, you know, I thought it was yes. pretty good. I thought, like, all the miniatures were pretty cute, except for this one at the end where literally you could definitely tell it was, like, two little plastic figurines sitting on a tiny little boat. Um, oh, definitely. Oh, my oh, God. So it was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> These little oh, and also, did figurines you... are so funny. And did you notice how in the title sequence, they were just the... In the beginning, you were just kind of walking through and kind of looking up at the trees of, like, a forest. Oh, beautiful. And they were, they were using every animal noise that they could think of (laughs) right there like all the animals of the of africa were just in this one one sequence right (laughs) yes like you'd hear monkeys for like a couple seconds and then straight to an elephant and then straight to a lion like they like all these animals just happened to be in this one place at this one time and it was really funny and also did you notice that they would they would have almost loud overbearing animal noises when they were fighting or when things would be bad. Hmm. Did, you, did you notice that? No, I didn't, but like that's when, a good idea. Yeah, when they were fighting about the djinn, I think there was, like, some really loud monkey noises happening. Mm-hmm. And then during another time, I, I think it was, like, a piece of the boat got damaged or something. There was, like, another really loud noise. I, th- I think it was, like, a uh, an elephant or some... or maybe a gorilla or something. I don't know. Like, just some some very loud monkey, like, some really loud animal noises. Well, it, it just shocked me that their only, basically, like, encounter with an animal was the leeches. Like, they really didn't get anywhere close to really, like, a crocodile or any other... Like, they got... I guess they saw hippos and they saw crocodiles, but it's not like they threatened them or anything. Like, I would have guessed that they would have been more threatened by these animals. Or, like, a lion yeah, or a tiger or something. <laughs> Yeah, you'd think so, but they never they never went on land anywhere. So, at, the only animals that they would have been in contact with would have been the water dwelling animals, and and even though they would point them out, they yeah no they they posed no threat. Not really, which was interesting. Yeah, no, not really. Well, um, um yeah. So I I did what like about- the ending. <laughs> What about that that interesting uh when when they start to fall in love and they're kind of making each other laugh? What did you mm-hmm. think of that of that scene where Humphrey Bogart was like imitating animals? Like oh, it was like the hippo. Yeah. The hippo and monkeys too. Like yeah. he was she was really loving it too. I think it was a cute like I believed their acting a lot. You know, I think it was a little bit of a silly sequence and it was kind of a dated thing, but they also were out in the heat, so I could understand that. Yeah, they're probably losing it and probably <laughs> finding any- anything funny. So, yeah. yeah, you know, the heat. And just lot- lots of environmental um, obstacles and stuff that was happening, which I thought was... I, I think that was definitely the the more adventure part. I mean, they were going on this journey to help to help the soldiers in the ward by trying to get rid of the the Louisa ship, um, and so it was just interesting seeing this whole just river adventure be the movie. Yeah, they kept their uh, 
they kept their morale up a lot, like really different from the indie episode where everybody was just like sleeping in the sun, um, in exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, because they could have easily given up. I mean, at at any point, I would have been like, yeah, let's just let's just not continue because it would get like when they had to pull the boat through the. Through the, the really narrow canals and the yeah the reeds mm-hmm. that was just like oh my Torturous. god you're gosh and there was, was they were insane. just covered in mud like I think that's really what gave the actors their nominations because they had to go through so much shit you know and they were like filming on location for the most part so it was just like definitely hard and a, you know a real fight against the elements in this movie. Yeah, which was, they were both really great, uh, especially Catherine Hepburn, because Rose was a super strong character, and yeah. it was really, it was really interesting to kind of see Rose be the one uh, telling Charlie what to do, and Charlie kind of being the coward and having to, like, get him to do it, when, but she was really asking a lot of him. I mean, mm-hmm. it was his boat. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, well, no, we're going to do it. And Charlie was like, all right. I, yep, sure. That's what's happening. I uh, I found this p- funny post on Tumblr by Rayoka. It says... About it? Yeah. It says... What? Legit, y'all need to watch The African Queen because Humphrey Bogart is chill and says, we could just hide out and drink rum until the war's over. And Catherine Hepburn's like... Or you could build a torpedo and we could ram the Germans with your steamboat. And Humphrey Bogart just looks over at her for a minute before basically saying, yeah, okay. That's literally all (laughs) it took to get him to fight the Germans. It's so funny. That's exactly what happened. It's so funny. I I love listening to the screenplay of these movies because you... I think what makes these movies so... Not entertaining, but just, like, precious is... (laughs) is how these people talk to each other and how the screenplay was laid out because it's so different than how screenplays are, are laid out today where yeah. the a person will talk about something random but it has to pertain to the movie like in in huge chunks like like Charlie you'd find Charlie kind of talking randomly about a story but i i just see these these like blocks of of what is it of lines to say from these characters I don't, I don't know how to explain it but just how they speak is just super interesting to watch because they'll just trail off into a story and they'll kind of just run on their thoughts and that would be the screenplay yeah it it definitely was not extremely naturalistic but I've I've heard way worse screenplays than this so I, I thought it was pretty good yeah definitely definitely yeah. very good um yeah, so I guess we can talk about the ending if you want. Yeah, yeah, let's go to the ending. So they try to ram this boat at nighttime, and they get, basically, the whole ship sinks because it's just too choppy, and they lose each other. Yeah, like it's a storm, it's raining, it's crazy. Like the worst weather they've had. Yeah, and uh, they lose each other basically after, you know, they've already declared their love to each other. It's adorable. And when Humphrey Bogart loses Catherine, it's just, he is just so 
dejected and thinks that she's dead and is just like, okay, Germans, kill me. Uh, You know, I love this woman. Or, like, he doesn't even say her, but you could tell that he's just defeated because he thinks he's lost his love. So he's just, he doesn't even want to live anymore. Yeah, no, because they were interrogating him, like, asking why he was on the lake, and he's, and he's like, I was fishing. And they're like, don't lie, we can kill you, or something, you know, like, what well, we can execute you for lying. Yep, and then um, they're like, you gotta hang you now, because you lied. Yeah, because then, because then they see, he, he now, he knows that she's not dead, and they found her out in the water somewhere, and then... And, and they're like, you know, were you with someone? And he's like, no, I was alone. And then this, immediately when they see her, she's like, she's like, Charlie! <laughs> it's it's so... like, does she know you? And he's like, no. Because <laughs> I've never met this woman in my life. And she's like, she, she seems to know you. And he's like, nope, never seen her. And she just keeps going, Charlie! It's just, and then she she comes in and they're just so cute. And they're they're like, what were you doing there? And he's like, we were fishing. And she's like, oh, you were just out having a day on the boat and uh eventually yep yeah we're just boating and eventually she just just gives in and just says you know what we're gonna tell you exactly what we wanted to do to you like we wanted to blow you up how did we want to blow you up charlie why don't you tell them how we made those torpedoes and they're like uh okay and he's like I put like, some where'd you get torpedoes? oxygen gas canisters and then, you know, put the liquid in it and then, you know, we put the ignition thing on the end of it and, and he was just, like, telling them all about how they were, he was going to blow them up. And they're like, well, you both have to hang then. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was and great. Yeah, right before they hang, they asked the captain if they if he could marry them. Which is just the amount of time that they need to stall for the, the ship to run into the boats uh, that sank so yeah, that it could get blown up. Yeah, they're heading towards... Yeah, the African Queen, I, I guess the lake wasn't very deep or something, because the African Queen hadn't quite Sank. sunk to the bottom of the lake, yeah. and it and the torpedoes were still sticking out, and what do you know, the German ship was heading straight towards it. <laughs> yep, and while they're getting married, which is just adorable, um, they get the nooses put around their necks, and then right as the nooses are around their necks, they get the ship gets bombed and runs into the African queen and it sinks and the two um the two lovers swim away Jump singing off. a song about Pimlico. Yes. It's so satisfying. And then it just ends. Yeah. Like it's just so it's so great. I love I love that ending. Yeah. It was it was really it was really an interesting story, and I mean, it it makes it it's almost interesting enough to where I would want to read the book, um, but but who knows? I mean, yeah, like you said, it could have a bit more of the political aspect, maybe even more of the war aspect. Oh, because yeah, you remember that part where they were swimming past the like the fort, the German fort? Yeah, and they were shooting at them. And yeah, they just started shooting at them. Like, did they? Did they were they just shooting at it because it was just a random boat on the river and they were going to oh, try definitely. and like shoot it down so they could probably interrogate and yeah. probably execute but yeah very very interesting it god it was just like an indie episode it was so oh god it was so crazy I have uh, <laughs> some quotes from Catherine Hepburn that are really cute yes uh, she said if you obey all the rules you'll miss all the fun. If you always do what interests you, at least one person is pleased. 
Oh my gosh. Sometimes I wonder if men and women really suit each other. Perhaps they should live next door and just visit now and then. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then, life is hard. After all, it kills you. Wow. that She had some great lines. Yeah. And, and the interactions between them did seem fairly real, because... I really like how Katherine Hepburn played Rose. She was very, even though you knew she knew a lot and she showed that she knew a lot, she was also very inquisitive and she would ask him a lot of questions of like how things worked. Because, you know, if she was going to be staying on the boat for a while, she needed to know how to steer. Um, and she was just curious about how, like like their their conversation about... How, why he has to kick the engine every once in a while yeah. because there's a there's a wrench in it. <laughs> and, and she's she like, honestly why don't you just stop the engine, open it up, and take the wrench out? <laughs> and and he's just like, you know what, I could do that, but sometimes I just like kicking it, and I, and it's just like, it's it's really great writing, I think. Like yeah. just these these just these little things that just seem very very realistic and very natural because she's just questioning like you know yeah Charlie why don't you oh my god how many times do you think she said Mr. Alnut oh my god <laughs> like she just kept on her. I know she was bothering him so much she'd be like Mr. <sighs> Alnut and then he's like yes and then she'd ask him he would, some random question <laughs> she would wait for him to answer before she would ask a question or say something like she needed to know that he was listening and that he was there and then you before know <laughs> she could start saying and after oh, something God. you know she'd, she'd be like mr allnut he's like you know i'm still here i haven't gone anywhere <laughs> it's so funny and i'm glad that he said that because she would because seriously it'd be like mr allnut and then he'd be like yes then she'd be like Mr. Alnut, why don't you just take the wrench? Like, just, she'd say his name so many times. I thought it was so funny. Oh, so hilarious. Yeah, oh. I, uh, it definitely, I, I thought that it was a good movie and I really enjoyed watching it. So it was a good choice for the first one, Emily. I think it was a good one too. You want to, you want to talk about this movie poster for a second? <laughs> this, uh, on on IMDb, yeah, oh, it makes so it seem great. so intense, <laughs> and and it's really not. Like, it's not that intense. It's like a slow boat ride down like a river. Really, I mean, they have some like, excitement in there, but yeah, honestly, the most intense part was when the Germans came in and took all the villagers and burned the village down. Like that was the most intense part, I think. And well, yeah, and then, and then when they were getting hanged, that was pretty intense. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But it's like he's holding on to Rose, like outside of the boat, like she'd fallen out or something. Yeah. And like this, this didn't. I mean, I think the only time this happened was when he was helping her out of the water after she'd bathed because she couldn't get back in. Yeah, it's a not very accurate description of this movie. <laughs> and then what's what's this on the right? It's like just is this the German boat blowing up and someone like flying through the air? Yeah, I think so. And then there's like them on the bottom again, and on the left side there's like a hippo like yelling at them like it's gonna eat them, which never happened. Yeah, no, no. It's and what's up? Are those like crocodiles or something behind them? Looks like it. Yeah, like just the animals. Yeah, yeah, some crocodiles. Yeah, it was. 
this 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 poster makes it look like it was super intense. It's so not. Funny. It's like a cute romance movie. Yeah, I I thought it was definitely. Uh, what did what did Netflix? I mean, what did IMDb say it was? It was just like a adventure drama. Yeah, romance. and we uh, it got a ninety one meta score, which Emily and I were very surprised to see that it had a meta score at all because you know these old movies don't usually have a meta score. Yeah, there'll be movies from like the 80s that don't have a meta score yeah so i mean maybe because this one is a classic that has a meta score but it got a 91 which i think is pretty accurate for the time um i think so yeah i think it definitely deserved 91 it got a lot of 100s let's see Ooh, roger ebert let's see what he has uh, to say so from the chicago sun times roger ebert's gave it a 100 and said this was a movie that respected its audience and respected its genuine desire to be well and intelligently entertained. That's a great way to say that. Very nice, Robert. I mean, Roger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, the, the lowest one we have is Real Reviews, Real Views with a 75. And it says, one of Bogart's best acting performances. It shows his range, although having normally played an alpha character, here he is easily manipulated by the strong-willed Rose. I don't think that's really yeah, like a I'll... criticism of the movie, but well, I mean, it also just seems more like like a fact. It definitely seemed like Rose was the stronger character. Yeah, um, but I I don't think that was a bad thing. I thought it was it was great that they that they kind of made Rose the more. I mean, I don't want to call her like bossy, but you know, she she did was the boss. To... <laughs> She she was the boss. Yeah. She wasn't bossy. She was the boss. Uh, the TV Guide magazine says, a film that has everything. Adventure, humor, spectacular photography, and superb performances. Yeah, it's a, it's a cute movie. I liked it. Alessandra, don't be like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was cute. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I am super stoked that we're that we're gonna watch, start watching these movies. Yeah. I'm very excited. Sure, man. This is gonna be I'm great. Jazzed. What so we'll just call them like the, the classics. I'll buy the popcorn, the classics. Yeah, it'll actually match the, the our, our little intro and outro that we have. It will, yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> will. Uh, well, if you have anything to say about The African Queen, or if it's your favorite movie or anything, you can email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com or allbythepopcorn at gmail.com. You can also find us on SoundCloud, where you can rate and review us, as well as Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, you could also find us on Facebook. Just search "All by the Popcorn," and you can get notifications of when we get out new uh, podcasts, as well as comment on some of them. And you could also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at By the Popcorn, and you can find us on Instagram. I think the handle is All. Is it All by the Popcorn? Yeah, All by the Popcorn Podcast. Yes, on Instagram. So check out all those out. Yeah, thanks for listening, and... everybody. Yep. Hope you had Talk a you great later. time. Talk to you later. Bye. 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 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.